Baby bus! Let's go, Sheriff Labrador! The Masked Jewel Robber Last night, the jewelry shop on Persimmon Street was robbed. Three million dollars worth of jewelry was stolen. According to our reports, at the time of the crime, someone was near the jewelry shop and got a picture of a masked figure. <laughs> In the police station, Sheriff Labrador was watching TV. The TV screen showed a picture of the back of a masked robber. The robber wore black from head to toe, as well as a mask, covering all the hair on their body it was impossible to make out what kind of animal it was. It's the masked robber again. This is the third jewelry shop he's robbed. I must make a plan to catch this robber. Breaking news! Swan Jewelry Shop will put on display a precious diamond necklace tomorrow. It is said that this necklace used to be in the collection of the Swan Princess. Oh dear, it's really priceless and it's beautiful beyond words. Ah. Sheriff Labrador looked left, then right. He had an idea. I've got an idea. The next right, the street was empty. A masked figure suddenly appeared. They pried open the metal gate of Swan Jewelry Shop and slipped in. Just as they picked up the diamond necklace, an alarm went off. <gasps> what, what happened? Stop right there. Put down the diamond necklace. It was Sheriff Labrador. He appeared at the door of the jewelry shop with store manager Swan. Masked robber, I knew you would try to steal the precious diamond necklace. So I asked the boss to install an alarm beforehand. If the diamond necklace moved, the alarm would go off. Ah, despicable, I've been tricked. Sheriff Labrador raised his pistol and stepped toward the masked robber. The robber put the diamond necklace in his chest pocket and stepped backwards. Suddenly, the masked robber turned around, broke the glass window behind him, and jumped out the window. Oh no! Follow that robber! Sheriff Labrador and the store manager gave chase. They were getting closer to the robber when, suddenly, the robber turned a corner and disappeared. Oh no! Uh, Sheriff Labrador, the masked robber has vanished! Don't worry, store manager Swan. There are two roads here. Let's see which road the masked robber took. Meanwhile, a cute white female cat walked past. Gosh, what a cute white cat! Miss Cat, did you happen to see a masked figure? Hmm? Oh, yes. Miss White Cat smiled sweetly. Mm, I saw the masked robber carrying a diamond necklace. He fled down the road to the right. Mm, meow, meow. Great, Miss Cat's eyes are really sharp. I'm going that way then. <laughs> Wait, Miss Cat, you are the masked robber. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Uh, Sheriff, how, how could I be the terrifying robber? <laughs> Me? <laughs> yeah, Miss Cat is so adorable. She doesn't look a bit like a robber. Really? I only asked you if you saw a masked figure. How would you know we were chasing a masked robber and that they had a diamond necklace with them? Oh, uh, this, um, I, <laughs> oh, despicable Sheriff Labrador. Ah! 
Sheriff Labrador stared at Miss White Cat, his round, dark eyes glowing. Miss Cat, uh, no, the masked robber revealed her true ferocious colors. She lunged at Sheriff Labrador. Sheriff Labrador was about to dodge when the diamond necklace fell out from the White Cat's pocket. My diamond necklace! Ah! Sheriff Labrador rushed over and caught the diamond necklace, but his arm was scratched by the white cat's claws, leaving three bloody streaks. Store manager Swan came to his aid. Together, they caught hold of the white cat, handcuffed her, and took her to the police station. Oh, I didn't expect a cute Miss Cat to be the master robber. Wow! Uh, Sheriff Labrador, is your arm all right? I'm all right. I just need to go get a shot. Oh, uh, being scratched by a cat also requires a shot. Of course. Not only are dogs' claws and teeth dangerous, but cats' claws and teeth are as well. If we're scratched or bitten, we have to quickly go to the hospital and get a shot. Or we may get sick. Mini episode on safety. Woof! Son, why are there two red scars on your wing? I was playing catch with Little Kitten today and she scratched me by accident. What? Uh, you were scratched by Little Kitten? Sheriff Labrador said that a cat's claws are weapons. Uh, you can get sick very easily if you're scratched. Daddy is taking you to the hospital to get a shot. <gasps> Being scratched by a kitten requires a shot? Yes. Sheriff Labrador's safety talk. Even though kittens and puppies are good friends, their claws and teeth can still be dangerous. Friends, when you're playing with cats and dogs, you must be careful. Woof! Let's go, Sheriff Labrador! <laughs> Tracking the Suspicious Leopard Cat One Wednesday afternoon at the Forestville Police Station, the telephone was ringing again. Sheriff Labrador picked up the phone. From the other end came Little Hamster's voice. Police station, please come help. Woof, this is Sheriff Labrador. Little Hamster, what can I do for you? Sheriff Labrador, we're at the forest park. Can you come and take Mrs. Leopard Cat home? Sheriff Labrador arrived at the forest park. An anxious hamster was waiting for him at the side of the jasmine flower bed. Little Hamster, where's this Miss Leopard Cat you mentioned? Sheriff Labrador, you're too late. Just now, Little Bunny and I were playing by the jasmine flower bed, and a pregnant leopard cat who had a bellyache wanted Little Bunny and me to help her get home. Mrs. Leopard Cat wanted you to take her home? Sheriff Labrador became suspicious. Huh, strange. There are so many adults in the park. Why did the leopard cat seek the help of children? Little Hamster, where's that leopard cat? When I called you, Little Bunny had already left with Mrs. Leopard Cat. Oh, which way did they go? Um, let me think. Uh, uh, lawn! It's the lawn! Sheriff Labrador quickly ran toward the lawn. When he reached it, he started frowning. The lawn was covered with shiny green grass. There was no footprints to be seen, and the sheriff could not see which way Little Bunny and the Leopard Cat went. Um, no footprints. How do I find Little Bunny? Sheriff Labrador was deep in thought when the smell of flowers floated to his nose. It was Jasmine. Sheriff Labrador's dark eyes suddenly lit up. <gasps> That's right! 
Little Hamster said he was playing with Little Bunny by the jasmine flower bed. This scent of jasmine may have been left behind by Little Bunny. Sheriff Labrador sniffed with his sensitive black nose and followed the scent. He tracked the scent all the way to a little forest. He walked into the forest. Mrs. Leopard Cat, you must be careful. It was Little Bunny's voice. She was supporting the leopard cat as he walked deep into the forest. Mrs. Leopard Cat, does your belly still hurt? Ouch, ouch, it still hurts. <laughs> then, shall we rest for a little bit? Uh, no, we're close to my house. Mrs. Leopard Cat, you live so far away. How can your baby come play with us next time? Uh, that, that's not important. <laughs> Let's hurry, my house is near. Mrs. Leopard Cat quickened her steps. Suddenly, a pillow fell out of her clothes. Mrs. Leopard Cat's big, round belly disappeared all at once. She wasn't pregnant at all. Huh? Mrs. Leopard Cat? What happened? The pillow fell out. Forget it. There's nobody around. <laughs> kind little bunny, I'm going to capture you and sell you to the big bad wolf. <laughs> Mrs. Leopard Cat revealed her cunning, sinister face and lunged at little bunny. But at this moment, Sheriff Labrador rushed out. No, Leopard Cat, don't move. Sheriff. Huh? Why is Sheriff Labrador here? Oh, this, oh, this. <sighs> Why am I so unlucky? When the leopard cat saw Sheriff Labrador, she panicked. She sat down on the ground. Huh, you pretended to be pregnant and unwell, tricking Little Bunny into helping you. When I heard that you wanted Little Bunny to help you home, I was suspicious. So I followed you at once, and I caught you just in time. Sheriff Labrador handcuffed the leopard cat and gently picked up the startled Little Bunny. Don't be afraid, Little Bunny. You're safe now. Sheriff Labrador, why did you find Leopard Cat suspicious? Because if an adult has a problem, she should look for another adult to help, not a child. You're a kind little girl who wants to help others. That's a good thing. But for your own safety, if you see an adult in trouble, you should ask your parents or the police for help. Okay, I understand, Sheriff Labrador. Mini episode on safety. Woof! Ouch, ouch! Little bunny, my leg is hurt. Can you help me get to the bus stop? Of course, Mr. Raccoon. Thank you. You're a really good child. Let's go then. Uh, uh who, who are you calling on the phone? You're an adult. Helping you to the bus stop by myself is not safe. I'm calling my dad to come help. Uh, then, uh, then don't worry about it. I'll go by myself. Whoa! Stop right there, raccoon! Don't go to that bus stop yet. You're coming to the police station with me. Sheriff Labrador's Safety Talk. Friends, when you meet an adult in trouble, you can get help from your parents or the police. That way, it will be safe, and you can still help others. You must remember that. Woof! The Case of the Duck House Fire One Sunday at noon, it was so hot, Sheriff Labrador was dripping with sweat. He stuck out his tongue, panting. 
the telephone at the police station started ringing. Woof! This is Sheriff Labrador. Out! Oh, Sheriff Labrador, what happened? Quack? Oh, nothing. I bit my tongue by accident. Uh, Grandma Duck, what's the matter? Oh, dear. Sheriff Labrador, my house is on fire. Quack? What? Don't worry. I'll call the fire station for you. Sheriff Labrador and the Forest Fire Brigade rushed to Grandma Duck's house as fast as they could. Fortunately, the fire brigade put the fire out very quickly. But the feathers on Little Duck's tail were burnt. Hey, Grandma Duck, how did the fire start? I don't know, quack. I was cooking in the kitchen, quack, when the bedroom suddenly caught fire, quack. If you didn't come so quickly, my grandson's bottom would have been charred, quack. Uh, oh, yes! <laughs> Grandma, my bottom hurts! Quack. Little Duck covered his tail with his hands as he walked over. His face was black with soot, and the feathers of his tail had been burnt away. We must find the cause of the fire. Sheriff Labrador walked around the outside of Grandma Duck's house. He found several cigarette butts that had been thrown on the ground outside the bedroom window. Huh? Grandma Duck, where did all these cigarette butts come from? If cigarettes are not put out properly, they can easily cause fires. Oh, cigarette butts? Quack, my neighbor, Mr. Zebra, threw them on the ground. Quack. Grandma Duck flapped her wings in excitement. Quack, he always throws his disgusting cigarette butts everywhere. Quack, the smoke from his cigarettes makes it hard to breathe. Quack. So the fire in our house was caused by Mr. Zebra? Quack, quack. Mr. Zebra had just come home from work. When he heard what Grandma Duck said, his face went pale with fear. Ah, oh, oh, my! Uh, Grandma Duck, uh, do, 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 don't talk like that nonsense. Uh, uh, littering cigarette butts is all my fault. Uh, uh, but uh, but, uh, but I didn't know it would cause a fire. Uh, I, uh... Mr. Zebra hung his head. Sheriff Labrador shook his head. Littering cigarette butts may cause fires, but I must be thorough when I'm investigating a case. We mustn't jump to conclusions. Grandma Duck, may I take a look at the scene of the fire again? Of course. Quack. Sheriff Labrador walked back into Grandma Duck's house. He found that there was one floorboard in the bedroom which had been burnt particularly bad, and it gave off a strong burning smell. Huh? The floor of the bedroom is burnt the worst, which means the fire started from the bedroom. Then it couldn't have been Mr. Zebra's cigarette butts that caused the fire, but something in the bedroom. Sheriff Labrador looked further and found a lighter sitting on the bedside table. The side table was very low, and there was a burnt feather stuck to the lighter. Sheriff Labrador's dark eyes suddenly lit up. Grandma Duck, who was in the bedroom when the fire started? My grandson, Little Duck. Sheriff Labrador, why are you asking this? Quack. Well, Grandma Duck, I think I solved this case. Mr. Zebra wasn't the one who caused the fire. It was Little Duck. Quack. Sheriff Labrador, how can that be? Quack, quack, quack. Well, Grandma Duck, look. This lighter has Little Duck's feather stuck to it. I'm guessing that Little Duck saw the lighter on the side table thought it was a toy, and started playing with it. He accidentally started the fire. Quack! Little duck, did you play with the lighter? Quack! 
I... I don't know, Quack. I saw that toy could light up. Daddy has played with it before, so I copied him, Quack. I only played with it a couple of times before the fire got on my tail, Quack. The fire became bigger and bigger, Quack. My goodness! I see, Quack. When he heard that, Mr. Zebra perked up. Ooh, that's great. <laughs> I didn't cause the fire. <laughs> Mr. Zebra, even though this fire was not started by you, littering cigarette butts is also very dangerous. You should be fined. And Grandma Duck, lighters are dangerous objects and should be stored in places children cannot reach or they can cause accidents. You must pay attention. Mini episode on safety. Woof! Mr. Zebra, what are you doing? What? Grandma Duck, uh, I'm writing a safety notice. I want to put this up at the community bulletin board to remind everyone, hmm? Oh, let me take a look. One, don't play with lighters and matches. Two, don't litter cigarette butts. Three, Children should be accompanied by adults when playing with fireworks. Great job, Mr. Zebra. <laughs> Sheriff Labrador's safety talk. Besides the three rules above, there's one more. Four, when there's a fire, you must get out of the building and call 911 for the fire station. Friends, you must remember that fire is very dangerous. Let's go, Sheriff Labrador! Strange Little Porcupine One afternoon, Sheriff Labrador was writing reports at the police station. Suddenly, the telephone rang. Woof! Sheriff Labrador speaking. Sheriff Labrador, this is Mrs. Bunny. My, there's big trouble at the Forest Public Square. Oh, Mrs. Bunny, do tell me, what sort of trouble? Oh dear, there's a little porcupine behaving very strangely at the public square. He's been standing there for a very long time. He wouldn't answer our questions, and he wouldn't drink any water. He just keeps mumbling to himself. I think this child needs help. What? I'll be right there, Mrs. Bunny. Sheriff Labrador put down the phone and rushed to the forest public square as fast as he could. Oh my, you're finally here, Sheriff Labrador. Look, the little porcupine who's mumbling nonsense is over there. Sheriff Labrador looked in the direction Mrs. Bunny was pointing. He saw a little porcupine standing in the middle of the square, mumbling to himself with his head bowed. 301-166-301-166. A crowd of warm-hearted animals surrounded him, questioning. Huh? What's this child saying? I can't hear clearly. I think they're numbers. It's so strange. The child has been standing here for quite a while, mumbling all the time and ignoring everyone. What's going on? Can he be ill? A little porcupine. Why don't I take you out? Oh, he pricked me. No matter what anyone said, little porcupine continued mumbling, looking down and ignoring everyone. If somebody touched him, he pricked them. Sheriff Labrador walked over quickly. Hey, little porcupine, what's wrong? Little porcupine still didn't lift his head, but continued reciting numbers. <sighs> it's no use, Sheriff Labrador. The words had barely left Mrs. Bunny's lips when little porcupine suddenly lifted his head. Sheriff, 
Are you really a sheriff? Yes, that's right. I'm Safety Sheriff Labrador. Can you tell me what the problem is? Oh, uh, sheriff Labrador, I got separated from my mother. I, I need to look for my mother. Little Porcupine suddenly started talking, and he couldn't stop. No one understood what was happening. So strange! Why did he start talking when Sheriff Labrador got here? We asked him questions for a long time, and he just ignored us. I see. This child is lost. Sheriff Labrador also asked Little Porcupine, curiously. Little Porcupine, why did you ignore everyone just now? My mother said that if I got lost, I must wait at the same spot. I shouldn't talk to strangers or go anywhere with them. I must seek help from a policeman. Oh, I see. Then why are you reciting numbers? Those numbers are my house and telephone numbers. My mother said that I had to remember my address and the telephone numbers of the adults at home. If I got lost, I could still find my way home to my mother and father. Saying this, Little Porcupine scratched his head shyly. But I was afraid that I would forget and not be able to find my house. <laughs> so I kept reciting the numbers over and over again. When the crowd heard that, they finally understood. Mrs. Bunny slapped her forehead. Oh dear, I see. 301 is a house number and 166-677-889 is a telephone number. <laughs> this child is really clever. He should teach my child. Yes, yes. Sheriff Labrador also gave Little Porcupine the thumbs up. Good job, Little Porcupine. Don't worry, I'll call your mother right now and get you home. Sheriff Labrador dialed Little Porcupine's mother's number. Yes, hello? Is that Little Porcupine's mother? This is Sheriff Labrador. Yes, Little Porcupine is by my side. Yes, we're at the Forest Public Square. It's a good thing Little Porcupine remembered your telephone number. Please come get him. Soon, Little Porcupine's mother rushed over and took Little Porcupine home. Mini episode on safety. Woof! Little Bunny, could you tell me our address? Do you remember our telephone number? Our house is on 92 Green Street, Forestville. Our telephone number is one, two, three, uh, three, three? It's one, two, two, three, five, four, six. Oh dear, this is very important. You must learn from Little Porcupine. Come, let's try it one more time. One, two, two, three, five, five, five? Boo! Mom! Mom, I can't remember. It's too hard. Sheriff Labrador, please help me. I don't want to memorize these. <laughs> Little Bunny, this won't do. Sheriff Labrador's Safety Talk. It's very important to remember your address and your phone number. If you get lost or get taken by bad people, the police can find your parents based on this information and get you home. If you're afraid you can't remember, just recite them over and over again. Then you'll be able to remember. Woof!